I don't care if it's a short form video or if it's a live stream that you choose to record, but put up something that allows somebody to hear your voice, see your body language, hear your perspective about what it is that you do, what problem you solve, and your approach to being able to make that happen. All right. All right. Lead generation in 2023. Let's get into it. When you are building your business, I think all of us are taught to think about marketing. What are we doing for our marketing? How should we be thinking about the messaging, the content creation, all of the things, right? One of the things that I want to use this episode for is to really distinguish the difference between marketing and understanding what are you doing for lead generation. Um, and I want to pull out the concept of lead generation because understanding the methodology that you are going to be using primarily to generate leads for your business will then influence what you decide to do from a marketing strategy, the type of content that you create, the levers that you pull, the team that you need, the operational support that you need. And I think it's a really important conversation we talk about, okay? So part of the reason why I picked today's topic is because we are right now currently in uh, enrollment season for our coaching program leverage. And one of the biggest things that I am looking at when I am qualifying leads and reviewing applications to determine and dictate whether or not somebody's a good fit for our program and what is, is really looking at what is the primary method that an individual is using to generate leads currently and what is the method that they desire to use when they want to grow their business. And one thing that us business coaches, I'm a business coach, you probably are a coach if you're listening to this, or maybe a course creator or an agency owner. One of the things that I think is important for us to consider is that when you're investing in these business coaching programs or online courses that are primarily help and designed to help you make more money, I want you to realize that we are internet marketers. I am truly an internet marketer who also happens to be a really effective business coach. But a lot of these coaching programs and a lot of these courses, they're all internet marketers teaching you how to generate more leads, how to generate more sales through the lead generation methodology that you use. Does that make sense? So as internet marketers, as a consumer, it's really important for you to think about, okay, all these internet marketers are trying to sell me, enroll me into a program. You know, we all know that to run a business, we all need more leads. We all need more sales. But for you as a consumer, I want you to start asking yourself the question, okay, all these internet marketers are teaching me different methodologies and perpetuating different methodologies to achieve that goal of generating more leads and making more sales. But for you, I want you to start to think about, okay, what is the particular lead generation methodology that I want to use that makes the most sense for the price point of my program, the sophistication of the problem that I'm solving, and what's the, uh, the lead generation methodology that makes the most sense for the capacity that I have available? And I, that is the biggest thing uh, that I want you to be able to walk away with when you finish this episode is how do I decide and dictate the best lead generation methodology for me, for the season of business that I am in, for the price point of the offer that I am selling, for the sophistication of the problem that I am solving. And that is really the whole purpose of today's episode, okay? When it comes to lead gen, one of the very first things that I want you to understand is that there are five primary ways that you can generate leads in your business. This is true. I don't care what kind of business you have. If you are a brick and mortar, if you are a service-based business, if you are a coach, it does not matter. There's five primary ways that you generate leads in your business. And the first one is paid ads. Paid advertising is a one way that you can generate leads for your business. 
And what I mean by paid advertising is meaning that you spend money on Facebook ads, Instagram ads, YouTube ads, Google ads, traditional advertising like billboards, TV commercial spots, like you pay to be featured in a newspaper or a magazine, like, or on somebody's email newsletter list. Like you use paid ads, you pay for advertising space, you spend money to put your offer, to put your message, to put your content in front of potential buyers or in a potential audience that matches the demographic insights of who it is that you're trying to market and target. The thing when it comes to paid ads, you know, whether or not paid ads is a mechanism or the best legion option for you is that the thing that you have to understand is when you're running paid advertising, you will have to master the art of copywriting and regularly refreshing your creative assets in order for those ads to maintain the effectiveness in their performance. So running paid ads, spending money on paid ads, that is one way to generate leads for your business. Okay. So you guys have that written down. Number one, paid ads. That's one of the five ways to generate leads in your business. The second way that you can generate leads is cold outreach. This is like, you guys know, I don't know the last time it was that you actually checked your mailbox. (laughs) Uh, I check my mail like every two or three weeks and 90% of the mail in my inbox is what? It's cold mailers. That is a form of cold outreach. Somebody buys my, my information off of some list and they send me cold letters in the mail cold pitching or, you know, you might be doing cold emails, sending emails to subscribers who did not opt in or give you necessarily permission to contact them. And you're sending them cold pitches, um, cold DMs, you know, going on Instagram and sliding in people's DMs saying, hey, I sell this service. Do you want to buy it from me? Um, Or possibly even cold calling people, getting people's phone numbers and getting on the call and just making number, making calls all day. Like, Whether you're, again, doing cold DMs, cold email, cold calls, cold mail, whatever it is, you'll either have to buy that list of contacts and information to even be able to do that, or you'll have to build a list or try to find a list of prospects to make that cold contact with. That is a, a, many businesses have grown and build their businesses off of cold outreach and cold lead generation. So that's the second way that you can generate leads for your business is doing cold outreach, cold calls, cold emails, some sort of cold contact. And I mean cold is because this lead, uh, you don't have an existing relationship with them. They probably don't even know who you are. And it's really a numbers game at that point. Again, I want to start by breaking down what are the five different ways that you can generate leads in your business. And then we're going to help you to dictate and determine which lead mechanism and lead generation method is makes the most sense for you for the season that you're in. Okay, so those are the first two. The third one is partnerships, affiliates, uh, you know, maybe let's, let's do like paid, like let's do uh, um, publications and media. So when I think about partnerships, affiliations, media, things like that, this is when you find an aligned strategic partner whose audience you can get in front of. So this person probably already has done a lot of the methods that we're gonna be discussing today to build their following. And you're basically using their likeness to generate sales for your business. So anytime that you speak on somebody else's podcast, maybe you're an interview guest on somebody else's podcast. Um, like for example, I was a guest on Amy Porterfield's um, you know, Marketing Made Easy podcast. When I spoke on that podcast, I was able to borrow Amy Porterfield's, like the trust that people have for Amy, I was able to borrow that trust and, and that gave me credibility as a guest on her podcast. I got a, a lot of new leads from be, doing that interview. Um, when I was a podcast interview guest on the Side Hustle Pro, Nikayla Matthews podcast, I was able to borrow the likeliness and borrow the like, like you know, the trust factor that the people had built with her audience. 
I was able to borrow that when I was on her podcast. A bunch of people chose to follow me because of it. So, um, you know, when I got featured in Forbes or featured in Black Enterprise or featured in, you know, like, I don't know, any publication, I'm able to borrow the audience of that of that other platform as a primary way to bring an audience back to me, to get new people to discover who I am and somehow get them to, to pull back into who I am. And, you know, they get on my email list or they end up discovering who, my, who I am. And then by the way, they become a lead through that through that process. So that's the third one. Um, you could do like joint venture partnerships where it's a bit more of a strategic alliance. Um, you know, you see a lot of this with influencer sponsorship relationships that are especially happening right now where big companies are finding micro influencers to partner with because they're trying to borrow their audience to generate leads for their business. So that's the third way that you can generate leads for your business. The fourth way to generate leads for your coaching business, your online business, this is the one that I primarily use is creating content. Now, creating content, what I mean by this as a form of lead generation is sharing your perspective and publishing content via blog articles, social media posts, YouTube videos, podcasts, episodes, whatever it might be, but, but creating free content, showing your face, sharing your perspective and publishing that content on a consistent basis. Like I mentioned, this is the particular route that I use to generate and build a multi-seven-figure coaching business. Um, that's the method I used. So number four is just creating content. And the fifth way for you to generate leads for the business is just, uh, you know, I think all of these methods kind of touch on this, but the fifth way that I think is probably most of us notice or see is relying on referrals. You know, this approach, it really does rely on your paid clients or your evangelists within your audience or people who know you, supportive followers who tell somebody else about you. And by way of them telling somebody else about you, that able, that's able to bring business back to you. When I think about that, I, the way that I found my new last check is I was literally at church in the middle of worship. And, you know, you over here praising God, you know, you know, hill, hill song on, you know, it, it's a beautiful moment. I look to my left and the woman next to me, her lashes are just popping. I'm like, girl, I know that we are in the middle of praise and worship, but I have to pause you for a minute. Where did you get your lashes done? And that is how I found my lash check. It was through a referral. So when you think about those five different ways to generate leads for your business in the comments right now, let me know which one of those ways for you right now is the primary way that you generate leads. Is it through paid ads? Is it through cold outreach, cold pitching, cold DMs? Is it through partnerships, affi affiliates, media? Is it through content creation or is it reliant on referrals? And I'm just, I just want to get a gauge of kind of where you're at. I know some of y'all saying, won't he do it? Listen, you might be in the middle of praise and worship and get everything you need. You getting that word for the day and you finding your last tech all in one session. Listen, it was a, it was a great day. It was a great day. But I want to know out of those five, which is the one that is most predictable, most consistent is the current primary way that you generate leads for your business. Paid ads, cold outreach, you know, partnerships, affiliates, media, creating content or referrals. Which one is the most prominent for your business? And the reason why I'm asking what's most prominent for you is because it's really important for you to understand, okay, what is my primary way of generating leads? How much control, influence, or input do I have over that mechanism right now? 
And is that the best lead generation methodology that will support me for getting me to the growth goals that I'm trying to get to? And that those are really important questions for you to ask because that then influences what methodology maybe you invest in or choose to double down on. The other thing when it comes to lead generation, outside of those five different ways that you can generate leads for your business, I need you to understand there's different types of leads that you're bringing into your business. There's cold leads that you bring into your business, meaning that people just discover you for the very first time. They didn't know who you are. They now discover who you are. They're aware of who you are, but they're not yet ready to make a buying decision with you. These are cold leads that you bring into your world. Then you have warm leads, the leads that they already know who you are. You've been nurturing them. They've been consuming your content and they're at a point where they're ready to make a buying decision. When you think about lead generation and growing your business and the fact that you need more leads, especially in 2022, going into 2023 with all these changes that we're seeing with Instagram, with the changes that we're seeing with TikTok being introduced, the the algorithm shifts of prioritizing short form video content is we're noticing, and I'm, I'm noticing this for myself as well, is that what I do to generate cold leads is very different than what I need to be doing in order to warm those cold leads up to get them ready to make a buying decision. And when you think about, and, I, and when I also think about, okay, what do I have control over that I can kind of influence um, and create a strategy around in order to generate more leads for my business? So for a lot of you guys said who said that referrals is the primary way that you currently generate leads for your business, I want you to ask yourself, are you getting enough referrals for your business to actually hit your revenue goals every month? Are you getting enough new referrals coming in to generate new business for yourself for you to be continuously and predictably grow the business from where you're at right now? If the answer is no, referrals are always going to exist for us if we're doing good work and providing great customer service and delivering on the promise that we sold people into. Referrals is something that's always going to be happening and something that we can always be um, hoping for and aiming for. But the thing is with referrals is that many of us as business owners do not have that much control on being able to like pour more gas on the fire to increase the amount of referrals that we're getting at a particular moment in time. So if you're heavily reliant on referrals right now, I would highly recommend that you get some level of mastery around one of those other four lead generation methodologies because you have more control over those things. You have more control over paid ads. You have more control over content creation. You have more control over partnerships and affiliates to some degree as well. You even have some more control over cold outreach and DMs. So if you think about those other four methodologies, which one do you want to commit to for the next 12 months? And the reason why I say, which one do you want to commit to? If you are in a boat right now where you are making less than 300 grand a year, probably even less than a million to be quite honest, but specifically less than 300 grand a year, you probably do not have the capacity to, to execute more than one of those lead generation strategies effectively. Because there is so much that goes into really understanding how to produce like the most output from any one of those individually. So I want you to think about which one of those methods do you are, are you going to be committed to doubling down on over the next 12 months? Is it paid ads, cold outreach, content creation, or partnerships? And, the, and it's important, like it's taken me three years to master Instagram because, you know, understanding what, what type of content do I publish where to generate cold leads, to get more reach, and then what type of content do I need to be publishing to nurture this cold audience to get them ready to make a buying decision? It takes a lot of effort, time, energy, resources, money 
um, market research and understanding just to get that to work individually on its own, let alone trying to master another lead gen method. One thing I think that's also important for us to take into consideration in regards to what we want to be doing from a legion perspective is understanding the landscape of how we're generating leads. So if you're using social media as a primary way for you to be generating leads right now, um, social capital and getting attention is one of the best things that you can be doing for your business going into 2023. And what I mean by that is, is when we, you know, there's been a lot of updates and changes, even with the paid advertising landscape on social media over the past year, um, with the iOS updates, with a, a shift and a change in how data usage is shared. And it's not to say that paid ads don't work. They're just more expensive. They're more complicated, more creative, more copy, more inputs. The actual assets that you're building to run paid ads against is going to take more work than it has before. I think paid ads are probably really, really effective still with, you know, in, in different attributes if you have the capacity and the cash flow and the team bandwidth to properly execute that strategy. So again, any one of these forms of lead generation can work. The most important thing for you to ask yourself is which one is the best for me to use for this particular season of business that I am in and what do I have the capacity to execute consistently? If you are going into 2023 and you are primarily trying to use social media as a mechanism for you to generate leads, if you are not creating content that shows your face and shares your perspective, I, I you know, just know that I'm feeling for you now. Like it's going to be hard AF to be able to consistently generate leads on social media through content creation if you're unwilling to show your face and share your perspective. Like if you write down those two things, how often am I showing my face? How often am I sharing my perspective? That is what matters most going into 2023, y'all. Short form video content and long form video content is taking, it, it is what it is. Like every social media platform is prioritizing video content. And I'm not saying that text-based content still does not work. Like, I, you know, if you go to my Instagram newsfeed, we primarily use uh, short form videos, text-based carousels, Live videos and, you know, me showing my face in my Instagram stories. Those are like the, the four ways that we primarily use this platform. And I would still say that my text-based carousels are still super, super effective. But this goes back to the point that I mentioned earlier. What content and what mediums of content do you need to be publishing to attract new leads? Meaning cold leads, getting new reach, getting on the discovery feed, you know, new people discovering you, having shareable content. But then what type of content in the medium of that content do you need to be publishing to actually nurture the cold leads that have shown up on your platform to get them ready to make a buying decision? But when you think about how you're using this platform, the type of content that you're creating and the medium of content that's being published, it's like, what content am I publishing that's getting in front of new leads versus what type of content is nurturing the leads that I already have? And short form content, short form video is a really great mechanism for you to get in front of new people. And the reason why it's good to get in front of new people is because these algorithms, Instagram, TikTok, literally every single one of them are prioritizing short form content on the discovery feed, on the suggested pages, on the suggested accounts. Like it's more likely that you're going to see somebody's reel or see somebody's TikTok that you've never known before on your feed or in your discovery feed. So reels are a great way to get you new reach. 
But once you get that new reach, what are you doing to nurture those leads now that they follow you? Live video, most people who watch my live video are not new to my page. I create this content to nurture my existing audience to get them ready to make a buying decision, not necessarily to get new people to discover me. And with the, all the changes in the in these algorithms and in these platforms, it's important for you to think about, okay, from a lead generation perspective, I can't just think that doing one thing is going to be enough to attract cold leads and get those cold leads warmed up to ready to make a buying decision. I have to be more sophisticated. You have to be more sophisticated with your approach to your marketing than you probably were a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Like, being a late, you cannot be a lazy marketer and expect to make millions. Please, somebody retweet me on that. Hashtag Jerisha said, you cannot be a lazy marketer and expect to make millions. Shoot, you can barely be a lazy marketer and expect to make a couple thousand dollars these days. Like our, the sophistication of the platforms, the sophistication of our audience, the sophistication of how people, the criteria people are using to make buying decisions is growing every day. That means as a business owner, as a coach, as a program creator, as a CEO, the sophistication in your approach to being able to generate leads needs to, you need to step your shit up. Okay. We got to, we got to boss up a little bit. We can't keep thinking that, oh, girl, I finally turned my Instagram page off private. You know, the, the leads going to flood in now. Like, listen, you can't be thinking like, mm, yeah, girl. Last time I posted was three and a half weeks ago. And that was a picture of somebody, you know, that was a picture of my dog. Mm-hmm. The last reel I made, I wasn't even sharing. My, I wasn't even talking. I was lip singing over, you know, Young Jock's old school song. You know, we over here. I can't even remember the lyrics to the song, but I'm over here just gyrating and dancing. Don't nobody know my perspective. Don't nobody know what I sell. Don't nobody know what my opinion is on the marketplace. Like, we can't do that. We can't keep doing this. We can't keep doing this, okay? We can't keep doing this, okay? We've, we've got to do better, okay? We've got to do better if we want to charge more money, if we want to uh, use this platform for the purpose of attracting qualified leads. We have to treat social media like a function of our business. We have to think about lead generation and content creation as us building baby media companies inside of our businesses. Like that is how we need to think about it. And the consistency that we show up with needs to be similar to what we see on Netflix. Like who has, do y'all have Apple TV? One thing I will say, I love Apple TV. I love the shows they put out, but I'm like, baby, ain't no TV on the, on Apple TV. I'm like, they got about six shows. I didn't watch them all. I'm like, I'm still waiting for new content to come out. Like I'm gonna need Apple TV to set that game up versus Netflix. Netflix is going through for a little bit too. All their movies, it was giving me these old time movies. Like everything suggested on my Netflix was from like 2000 and before I said, bruh, where is the new content? And like, we have to start thinking of ourselves and our companies like that if we are using social media and content creation as a way for us to generate leads for our business. What is the consistency that we are publishing content on at? at? What is the sophistication of the messaging that we are including in the content? And what is the... I think the maturity that we are really treating the platform with, with how we're using the different, the different, um, you know, real estate on this particular platform in order to generate cold leads, attract new audience, and also nurture the audience that we currently have. You know, like, I think that's how we have to do it. Not even have to, like, that, that, that's just what's required. 
these platforms are changing. You might have mastered Instagram two years ago, but baby, Instagram has grown up. Instagram is over here competing with its new brother, TikTok. And baby, it, they, these toddlers is fighting. Okay, they brawling out in the living room. Don't make no sense. We got identity crisis happening. But the thing is, is like, it's just, it is, it is what it is. We're using these free platforms to generate leads for our business. We have to adapt with the times and we have to learn how to leverage the algorithms to benefit us as, mu as much as possible. And that's just what it is. But I really hope that this gave you some perspective of thinking, okay, there's different ways for me to generate leads for my business, but which method is the best for me? And what I mean by the best for me is what do I have the capacity to execute? What do I have the cash flow and the resources to do? And what makes sense for the type of offer that I sell? And then I just want you to pick one. Pick one of those lead generation methods and invest the time, the energy, the money to figure out how do I really master that form of lead generation? If content creation is it, it's like, okay, what's the sophistication of the messaging that I need to be communicating when I am creating content? Okay, how can I be smart and sophisticated when creating short form content and long form content? Okay, like how can I be using the, you know, and really if you're creating content, in my opinion, video is the best thing that you can be doing because it's one of the most leverageable assets for you and your business. A lot of you guys follow me on Instagram. You guys follow me on YouTube. You see me in my, my podcast, Jerisha said on iTunes, and you're like, Jerisha creates content all the damn time. I want to give you a caveat. I am not burning myself out in the process to do it. Even though I'm posting, let's just say twice a day on Instagram, I'm not creating new content twice a day for Instagram. What I do is I create one live stream video every single week and I leverage that live stream video to strategically repurpose that content, that long form video into short form reels. I repurpose the messaging that was communicated in that live stream for carousel text uh, graphics. I leverage the audio from that live stream to make a podcast episode. I leverage the live video like I'm doing right now to publish it onto my YouTube. So having, I only have to create one to two live stream videos every single month. I've been doing this for a long time. I have published over 800 live stream videos. I have a, a large bank of live videos that I can use. And, I, and we have this deep vault of content that we have available for us to be able to use. But I'm able to, on average, let's just say, post two to four live stream videos a month and create hundreds, about 100 pieces of content for me to publish every single month. So I'm not burning myself out in the process. But in order for you to create long form video content, you have to be willing to show your face and share your perspective. You have to be willing to have an opinion because that is, that is, that's what's required to create it. And in using this type of video format is what allows me to attract such quality leads, even though I have a smaller audience. This having live video allows me to allows you to get to know me, to see my body language, to understand my values, to like see whether or not you vibe with me. And then what I choose to communicate in these live videos is what gives you the ability to decide is, is her program promise, is the way that she articulates, is her unique perspective on how she approaches solving this problem, what I need for the problem that I'm trying to solve in my business. And you want to be able to give that same thing that same um, level of trust and certainty to your audience. But that requires that you show your face and share your perspective. It, re it requires that you actually show up to work. Imagine if you had a brick and mortar business. 
If you did not physically show up to work every day to unlock those doors, to talk to customers that come in, to check out customers when they're ready to make a purchase, your brick and mortar business would go, would go belly up. If you just decided not to show up to work, not to get dressed, not to go into the office, not to unlock that door, not to turn that little closed sign to open to allow people in, you would not make money. My thing is, is when you run an online business, why do we not treat our online businesses with the same level of respect that we would treat it if we had a brick and mortar? Too many of us are running online businesses, but never showing up to work. We are hiding behind the camera versus turning the camera on. We are trying to avoid having conversations with our prospects when they're trying to make a buying decision versus having the conversation, answering the questions creating the content to help them make the decision for themselves based off of what you're publishing for free. We are expecting people to come into our business when you never even showed up to unlock the door. If I go to your Instagram page right now, am I going to find, am I going to find at least in the first nine posts on your feed, am I going to find a video that shows your face and I can hear your voice? If the answer is no, you did not show up to work this week. And I just think that there's an opportunity if you want to differentiate yourself in the marketplace, if you want to give yourself more of a competitive advantage, if you're using content as a, as one of your primary lead generation vehicles, you have to show up. You have to show your face. I want to hear your voice. People are buying from people. They're not buying from your brand. And most, m- most likely, many of us do not even have the brand recognition to have all this reliancy on our brand to do the selling for us. Don't nobody know who you are. <laughs> Like, don't nobody know what my brand is. They know Jerisha, okay? And they probably saying that wrong. They don't know my the brand of leverage. Like leverage only, you know, we only been around for three years. The program leverage in and of itself, you're not Starbucks, boo. Like you're not McDonald's where people can see that logo, can see that brand and have brand recognition. And there's a sense of trust immediately transmitted. Don't nobody know who your brand is. People are buying from people. And they want to know who the person is behind the brand that they're investing in. So you have to be willing to show your face and share your perspective. And if I go to your page right now, in the last nine, the top nine posts, if there is no video of your face and your voice, that's homework for you to do this week. I don't care if it's a short form video or if it's a live stream that you choose to record, but put up something that allows somebody to hear your voice, see your body language, hear your perspective about what it is that you do, what problem you solve, and your approach to being able to make that happen. Make it easy for them, okay? Thanks, you guys, for tuning in, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Bye!